Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Kinney, John Hartson and Kenny Miller. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! So we're just over 24 hours away from the biggest match of the season. Celtic against Rangers at Celtic Park tomorrow night. And the latest news today, Rangers sensational signing last night. The Welsh international Aaron Ramsey in from Juventus, but he will not feature tomorrow evening. That's the news from GVB. For Celtic, oh wait for this one, Callum McGregor will be assessed tomorrow. The captain could play tomorrow night. And Dyson Maeda on a plane back from playing with Japan. He played 20 minutes early this morning. He will also be assessed and he could be on the bench. But what a 24 hours it has been. And with us, two men who know everything about old firm games. They've played between them. I'm not sure how many games. We'll find out. They've scored more than 20 goals between them. John Hartson in the home dressing room, given that's where it is. John, good evening. Welcome to the programme. I can tell you're buzzing. And Kenny Miller as well. Kenny. Good evening, good to be here. There's nothing like it. You've also played Hibs against Hearts and that's on tonight, the Edinburgh Derby. And John, for you, where do we start? Your fellow Welshman, you know him well, Aaron Ramsey. Is he going to make a difference in who will win the title? Well, you know, we're going to find out, aren't we? But (laughs) what I would say um, is that Aaron's a terrific player. Mm. It's it's a fantastic signing. Um, And even though I think his move to Juventus, you know, he wouldn't have played the amount of games that he would have liked. Uh, He's the type of player that I watched him in the last few years for Wales. And Mm. even if he wasn't playing with at Juventus, he would still, if he was fit, he would still come and turn up for Wales. And his performances, remember, he only he scored two goals against Belarus in a in a in a five-one win in November. Mm. For Wales, um, don't think he started a game for Juventus in almost four months. So he can still do it. Is that what you're well, saying? He's one of these guys yeah. that doesn't need regular games or doesn't because he keeps himself generally in in decent shape. Um, but obviously, uh, I still don't know. It's just been you know. I think Giovanni van Bronckhorst have said he won't feature. But I wouldn't be surprised if he just surprises a few people and maybe maybe puts him on the bench. Managers, uh, you know, a bit of substitute beforehand. That's never happened, has it? Kenny Miller, what do you think of that signing, first of all? I think if this had been signed on the other side of the city, John would have been far more (laughs) uh, uh, upbeat about it. It's a sensational signing. Let's make no mistake about it. It's right up there with the biggest signings that the old firm have made in in a number of years. Uh, I'm thinking of big ones at Rangers. I mean, you you go back to Gascoigne's, loud drops. Even again, in my time, more recent, again, the signing of Nico Cranch, I was a big signing, albeit he was playing in a, for Celtic. Roy Keynes, Robbie Keynes, 
Uh, Ian Wright, John Hartson's back in his day when he's coming up the, uh, coming up the road. So massive signings, it is incredible signing. And that said, I think it's the fact that's on the blue side of the set. It's why why John's not quite giving his countrymen <laughs> as much a, a a good a good review as it's what he could have been. But it's an incredible signing. You know whether he plays or whether he comes is on the bench tomorrow. I think they have said he's not going to be involved as a gamesmanship. I would love to see him on the bench. Uh, and, and, and coming on and making an impact into this game no, no matter what because he's a wonderful player and like John says when it means something to him like playing for Wales clearly means a lot to him so when he turns up he performs whether he's playing or whether he's not playing so yeah absolutely over the moon with that signing and it's uh, like I said I would love to see him involved in the game that's why you come up here for these types yeah. of games so I'm sure he would be itching at the bit uh, so, sorry chomping at the bit mm. but if he's not quite ready then, uh, then fair enough we'll have to wait for the next one there, we just heard it. We heard the green, we heard the blue. Both of you know the game so well. Uh, you know the player. I mean, and you saw it last night on, you know, on Sky Sports. It was one of the lead stories. And when a top-class player comes to Scotland, it has to be good news for the game. Top-class player, Callum McGregor. Barry Ferguson described him as a Rolls-Royce of a player. And Kenny, the news is he could play. He's been considered uh, by the manager tomorrow. He's going to assess his uh, fitness. First of all, how surprised are you? I'm surprised because... I mean, I'm surprised in, the, in fact of the injury because I still think it'll be a risk uh, based on the actual injury that was. I mean, I think, there were, I think it was Ange that says it's going to be weeks. Well, it's not even been two as yet. So uh, I would be surprised in that respect, not surprised that they're trying to get him fit because for me... Kyogo obviously gets the headlines, Jota gets the headlines, Maeda, these guys coming in, attack. Callum McGregor's a heartbeat of the team. There's no, make no mistake about it, he's a heartbeat of that team. He has been for a long, long time now. He knows the fixture, so I'm not surprised that they're trying to get him fit for it. John, what do you make of it? And I asked you earlier on, uh, a few moments ago, about Rangers signing. Callum McGregor, is this like getting a, a new signing in at the end of the transfer well, it's, window? It's, it's a huge boost, you know, for everything in that you'd be out. And... Um, and then you hear that Ange saying that he's had a couple of days training, he's going to have a look at him, another look at him tomorrow to see how, to the extent of, can he play? What are the risks? Will he play with one of those, you know, face protect, protected sort of masks, if you like? Those thin masks that you see when yep. people hurt their jawline or their cheekbone. Um, so he's very important to Celtic, of course, and the midfield tomorrow night will be McGregor, Hatati and, and O'Reilly if, if, if McGregor's fit. So three quality players. I've not seen an awful lot of O'Reilly, but what we have seen, he's been very impressive. Hitati's got a couple of goals in as many games, and they'll need to be they'll need to be at it tomorrow night, Celtic. I think it's a game for the supporters. It's the game for the manager to show the manager how far he's come. You know, in a short space of time, when he's had to rebuild like he has, mm. um, brought in a lot of decent signings. And and for me, I agree with the manager. It, it's a, it's a case of if Celtic, the incentive is there for Celtic to go top of the league, and um, if they do manage to go top of the league, they've got to push on. There's no point playing exceptionally well tomorrow. They want to do that, of course, because it's a huge incentive. But they've got to push on from there then, from from being top, because there's still another two um, games to come mm -hmm. of, of this magnitude. I still think team, the both teams will still drop more points. It's, it's been that type of season. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, the the whoever whoever lines up will have, you know, there'll be a big um, big responsibility on 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 both teams because. Uh, and it's exciting again now, isn't it? There's actually a race on now. Is it still exciting for you, Kenny? Because uh, he's John's saying that 
given the weekend I mean who would have thought Rangers uh, losing a goal right at the end against Ross County um, and losing three goals 3-3 three, three. Celtic go into injury time and then get the goals uh, I hear the manager we'll hear mm. from him both saying GVB saying after the 90 minutes we would have been you know six points ahead anything could happen in this title and you know what it does disappointment for Rangers obviously conceding yeah. because first they conceding three goals and then obviously getting the they drop in two points against Ross County. Obviously, it's elation at the other end yeah. of the city when, when they score in the 92nd, 93rd minute and get a last-minute winner. And what it does, it, it sets the game up. You know, we could have been going into it with Rangers six points clear, four points clear. They've, they've dropped points. And again, it's been their own doing. You know, I mean, I mean, make no mistake about it. They've not performed as well as they would have liked. Uh, and Celtic have got the job done uh, in dramatic fashion at the weekend. But it sets up great. Celtic now have an opportunity to go top of the league. Rangers now need to protect that lead and hopefully extend it. Let's hear from both managers. First of all, Ange Postacoglu. He's speaking about Tom Rogic, who is playing today for Australia. And then he speaks about Callum McGregor. Tommy will play. He'll play 90 minutes, so you can pretty much rule him out. So uh, he'll be out. And then um, Bitton's obviously suspended. And uh, I think that's it. Cal trained with the team today. But again, uh, not really sure about tomorrow, but I'll make a decision on that later. So Callum McGregor trained today. Tommy Rogic, he said, will play. Obviously, he meant for Australia, so you could rule out Tom Rogic. It'll be interesting when um, Maeda comes back. He speaks about the Japanese striker. We'll see how he is. He gets in uh, tomorrow morning. So, um, like I said, he played 20 minutes. I haven't seen the game and we haven't spoken to him yet. So, we'll we'll probably have a chat with him. And then uh, I'll probably have a chat with him tomorrow when he lands and see how he feels. Um, Chance for the squad. Uh, Definitely won't start, but chance for the squad. So, we'll just see how he is. Two points in it as they go into the game. So Rangers on top. Here is the manager, Giovanni van Bronckhurst, speaking about the signing of the former Arsenal star, Juventus' own Aaron Ramsey. He trained with the squad today. Um, you know, he's, he just comes back from um, a couple of weeks he didn't play. So, uh, you know, for tomorrow, it's, uh, it's too soon for him to be involved. But I expect him to be uh, in the squad uh, in, the, in, the, in the near future. In the squad in the near future, do you reckon, Kenny Miller? I think, you know, like, I get it if he's not up to speed match fitness. And again, he's he's got a, a full squad of team that he's had, a, a, full, a full squad of players that he's had at his disposal. And, and I'll be chomping at the bit to play in the game as well. But I just think the sooner he plays, the sooner he gets minutes in his legs, then the sooner he's going to be right up to speed and performing at, the, at his best level. So whether it's tomorrow night, I would fully expect him to be involved at the weekend. There's no point. I mean, there's only, we're past the halfway mark, you know. Mm. If you want him to make a difference, I think you need to get up to speed straight away. You know, I think he could, he's, he's always been a fit lad. I think he's a 13k a game midfielder. Yeah. So if he's needed to play 25 to 20 minutes tomorrow, I think adrenaline alone would get him through that <clears> with the atmosphere yeah. that's going to be there at Celtic Park tomorrow night. So listen, Giovanni's paid the big bucks to make the decision. And, and I'm sure every Rangers fan will, will be feeling like I am they want to see him but Giovanni will make the decisions more for the rest of the season not just for this game How do you think they've done it? Apparently uh, Sky Italy say it's 200 grand a week is his wages I know people said 400 so around 200 110,000 after tax and Rangers are paying what somewhere between 30 and 40,000 a week I'll be honest I don't think it'll even be as much as that Uh I don't think it'll be as much as that. So again, all the reported numbers. Again, I've, I've got a wee bit of insight because it is my agent that looks after them. Right. So yeah. it's, uh, I think I don't think I wouldn't expect Rangers to be paying as much as that. But okay. you never know. I yeah. think when Jermaine Defoe came up as well, there was kind of reported figures of what they were paying his money uh, for Bournemouth as well. But it's a, I think it's a deal that has fell into mm. Rangers' lap. And Ross Wilson deserves a lot of credit mm. for getting this one over the line. Twenty thousand a week, more like that. Do you, do you reckon? I don't. Maybe yeah. I would say maybe between twenty and thirty. Maybe not right. necessarily upwards of, upwards of thirty. You get the insight 
on the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre with John Harson and Kenny Miller, Paul Cooney as well. 0808 17 17 700. John, you're buzzing already. Looking forward to, to tomorrow night. I am yeah. looking forward Yo- to tomorrow. Yep. You know, I think it's been almost three years since Celtic beat Rangers. I think since the cup final when... Uh, yeah. Um, when Julien scored that goal I think um, there was a batter in that day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've batted you a few times as well and, you know, I remember yeah. those days well, as well many a time by yeah, but um, you know it's, it's a case of I think Celtic are overdue a win I think they've come close you know the game at the start of the season where, where Edouard misses that chance after 20 minutes and then Celtic poor defending let Holanda go and score the, from the corner yep um, so little things like this they might be like that tomorrow night Paul it might just be a case of a set piece you know somebody having a poor touch a defender losing his man and generally these games are pretty tight mm. not an awful lot in them a couple of years ago when Alan McGregor made that great save to Lee Griffiths mm. tipped it round the post January 2021 Rangers went on and yep. won it 1-0 yep. um, okay. so you never know how, how these games are going to go but it they're, they're fantastic games, especially yeah. now as well. I'm not playing, not too much pressure. But it's quite <laughs> nice to watch it. We want to find out a bit more from uh, John Hartson, Kenny Miller. What's it actually like playing in these games? And Kenny, I want to ask you as well about Hibs against Hearts because it's different, but it's still a massive game there. Let's go on the lines though. Sean is on, a Celtic fan. Sean, good evening. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Good. One sleep to go. Is that how you're viewing it? Uh, certainly won't be asleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. I'm a nervous wreck already. Yeah, so it's been, it's been building up since since uh, the final whistle on on Sunday. Yeah, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah sure. So the weekend, when, whenever it was at yeah. the weekend, yeah. right, Sean. Yeah. So, what are you thinking? What do you want to ask John and Kenny? Um, I'm just I'm a Celtic fan, as you know. I don't know how I'm feeling confident, but there's just something. Mm-hmm. I feel as if we're catching Rangers at the right time. Mm-hmm. I feel as if since obviously. Since I've come back off in January, they stuttered against Livingston. They dropped points against Aberdeen. And in my personal opinion, they were absolutely woeful up at Dingwall. I feel as if we're catching them at the right time. So I feel, I'm going into the game quietly confident, quietly confident. Sean, would Just you... Have, what, sure. What the, everybody's thoughts are. Yeah, I'm going to ask the guys, On well, you're through to the guys. Would you have been saying that? If uh, Abada hadn't scored in the 91st, second minute or whatever? No, absolutely, no, absolutely not. It would have been another chance blown. Sure. I would have called my team, they were, they were bottlers, and that was that was pretty much it gone. If I hadn't been in, I'd be saying that that was their chance and pretty much the league's done. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's amazing what yeah. one second of a game does, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. can change the yeah. whole swing, uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a potential league mm-hmm. challenge, you know. So, I mean, I, I, for me... I can't disagree with Sean. You know, I think Rangers have not been playing particularly well over the last kind of month or so, uh, or last six weeks. Obviously, if you bring the break in it as well, but it's as it an old firm game. And I look at the two squads, and you know, I'm really looking forward to the game because I think they're two really, really good teams. Celtic, I think they won't. Both teams won't be at their strongest, but I think Rangers are missing fewer. I think they are guaranteed starters. I think Celtic are going to be missing out more than Rangers, but. They're playing, still playing well. The players that are coming in are performing at a good level. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to the game. Uh, I can understand Sean's confidence. I'm just hoping he's, I'm hoping he's wrong. John, we haven't mentioned yet Ahmad <laughs> Diallo. I mean, on Friday, mm. we, were, we were going on about Rangers signing, uh, quite rightly, on loan from Manchester United. He took his goal well. Yeah, I thought he looked good. Yeah. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked positive every time he got the ball. You know, he got, he's got a trick in him. Mm. He got to the back stick early on for the goal. Drifted in and out at times. I think the Rangers never really used him as much as maybe they should. After his goal, he's you know he's high on confidence. But 
me and Davey were in here at the weekend and um, Davey Proven and we, we both came away thinking, you know, he's got a little bit, definitely he's got something about him, you know, and I think it was 40 million and Manchester United paid for him. Um, but, you know, again, he needs games and, um, you know, Rangers will give him the opportunity like Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Aaron needs to be playing, um, you know, and, and the, the, the two big signings for them that will hopefully Rangers, from a Rangers point of view, that they yeah. make a difference for them in these last, what, 15 games. What would you say to Sean, though, from a Celtic point of view? What do you think Sean's saying? I'm not quite sure why, because of all the injuries. Yeah, but well, I'm, 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 I'm quietly confident because of the way Celtic are playing and, you know, all right, on the weekend, Celtic nicked it, but they kept going till the very, very end. They had chances during the game. I think Jota is huge at the minute for Celtic. I think he can go and win games on his own. His level of where he's at right now in terms of his performance, and he's fresh. He's just come back from a little bit of timeout. Abada, I think he's got nine goals already this season from wide. I'd be a bit more confident if, if Kyogo was up front mm. and Rogic was in there, a fit Rogic. And a goal scoring Turnbull, but we can't do nothing about the injuries. It's out, you've got to move on. And you utilize the squad, you've yeah, got to utilize so the squad. Rangers yeah. have got players out as well. Um, mm. but no, I, I do think that Sally got the team maybe with a little bit of the in the ascendancy. Rangers uncharacteristically dropped points at Aberdeen and at Ross County at the weekend. So, Sally are the team, you know, at, at this moment in time, they're at mm. home, they're favorites. Bucky's haven't made Celtic favourites for a long time in this game, I think. Um, so, very much I'm looking forward to the game. But as I said, um, it's one of those games where you, you wouldn't really want to put your neck on the line in terms of, because anything can happen in these games. There's a long way to go. But Absolutely. Sean and John, is your gut feeling that Celtic have to win it? Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. But if you lose, Sean, Celtic go five, five behind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if if and Celtic win, if Celtic yeah. win, they, they've got to make sure that they kick on. You know, yep. there's no point just putting absolutely everything being outstanding tomorrow. Yes, that'll be great going top of the league. It'll be excellent, but Andrew won't get excited because he'll know there's no. another two of these games to come. He'll know that potentially Celtic go to Aberdeen at the weekend, and that's another tough fixture. And I believe both teams will still drop points. You know, in in them, you know, in the other games, mm-hmm. that's guaranteed almost. Sean, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think there's going to be many twists and turns as the, as the games goes on. Mm-hmm. In uh, kind of February, March, April time, and get into the spot. I think there will be as well. I'm going back to this. Everybody's saying this: the Rangers, this, the Rangers, that. I've got Celtic's mark. People need to realise that that was Stephen Gerrard's team. Mm-hmm. This is Van Bronckhorst's team. This is Van Bronckhorst's first taste as manager. This is a new Rangers, the new, a new, a new way they, they play. So I, I feel as if Celtic will will just edge it tomorrow. I, I don't feel. I always feel as if going into all firm games. It's always that famous saying that games are going to get won in the middle of the park. I don't feel that it is. I, th- I think the, the wings are going to be crucial. As you've seen, Rangers with Diallo mm. and Kent. running goal came from yeah. two wingers as well. Sure. And I think it feels that Kent always turns up in the for him game as well. So mm. it feels mm-hmm. as if it's, it's four wingers that are going yep. to be running at their, um, their opposite uh, kind of their, their player. And I feel as if... Well, I do feel yep. I do worry with Diallo up against Taylor, but I feel as if Jota and Abada will could potentially give it a a tough evening for then Tavernier and Barisic, who's been kind of hot and cold at the minute as well. Mm-hmm. I don't sure. know if Bassi will maybe get moved over. I don't know. Maybe Sean, what's your scoreline? 
I think we'll just edge it. I think it'll be. I think I'll go for two one. You're going for two, two one. We'll get many more predictions. Sean, thanks for the call from Kenny Miller and John Hartson next. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Kinney, John Hartson and Kenny Miller. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! It's Derby midweek in Scotland. Can't wait for the games tonight as well. Dundee, Dundee United. Kenny, your old team as well there at Dundee. You didn't play in the Derby because United were down a division. But it's a massive game there, especially for Dundee who need the points. Massive card tonight. Really, again, really looking forward to it. Get back, get the feet up and watch the games coming in. Uh, watch, obviously, Hibs Hearts. Keen to see how they go tonight. Obviously, with two of my good friends, obviously, in charge there. Uh, What's it like playing that game? It's a brilliant game, you know. As like you say, it's it's not the it's not the Glasgow Derby. You know, there's no many that are as like that match that intensity and that. But for Hibs fans and for Hearts fans, this is this is a big one and it's a crucial game. You know, like Hearts have been great uh, this year. Uh, they've opened up a good a good gap between themselves and not only Hibs but Motherwell and Aberdeen as well, who are chasing them down for that third spot. So, but it's a chance if Hibs can get the win, it does close that gap and they'll still have Hibs will have European football on their mind. That's that's for sure. So they, they need to get to fourth at least. So really intriguing game, but wonderful game again. It's a it's a, it's a big night in the Scottish in the Scottish football card. Sure is. Ross County Aberdeen. Sorry, yeah. Paul, I listened to yeah. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask you about your old teammate. Yeah, yeah. But Sean said. Uh, and obviously they got beat at the weekend yeah, in the Livingston, which is a disappointing result for them. Well, they were ahead twice. But yes, yep. and um, you know they just lost Martin Boyle. Haven't they, it's a yep. decent deal mm-hmm. for both clubs. I think the money that he got for him when he's gone, and you know, um, are you worried about Hibs tonight against? Well, Sean was yeah. saying earlier he went, uh, "Oh, just treat it as another game." Right. But it's like, you know, yeah. I'm sure he's just saying that publicly. But and he knows that's the, the case as well. That's but the thing. You know, that, you know, them games are, they're, they're ferocious, mm-hmm. you know, the Hearts, Hibs, them, that Edinburgh derby. They haven't beaten Hibs, Hearts, and yeah. Hibs, Hearts, sure. tonight, of course, Hibs are at home. Yeah. Hibs haven't beaten Hearts at home, Kenny, for four years. So oh, that's incredible. Like, I never knew that. Yeah, that's four years. That. So well, huge they need game. to put that right. They need to try and put that right tonight. I mean, you know the way Sean's <laughs> going to approach it, but it's. Uh, it's a brilliant fixture, really. As fans will be buzzing as well. You know, it'll be electric in, inside Easter Road tonight. I'm laughing because we're in Glasgow zone. <laughs> because it is, we're all looking forward to that tonight. But tomorrow night, Celtic against Rangers. We're on from seven, but later tomorrow evening. And it'll be Barry Ferguson and Davy Proven and myself taking you right through the game. John will be there. You'll be on Celtic TV. Kenny, will you be watching I'll be there, the yep. TV? You'll be I'll there. Be there yep. You're on the telly tomorrow night? No, I'm not on the telly. I'm on yeah. a, one, of your, one of your rival stations tomorrow. What? <laughs> right, okay. Well, <laughs> you never called. You never called. Yeah. To the game. I'll take any work just, yeah. to the, just to get live well, like into say, the you'll game. Do it. I think there'll be three Rangers fans in the stadium tomorrow, That's right? Funny. I think that'll be it. Let's take some calls then. We'll take more. Um, John is on the line, a Rangers fan. John, good evening. Hi John, Hi, how guys, are you? How are you doing? Hi John. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we'll go to Jake uh, from Partick. Sorry, John, I changed it to Jake. I suppose it could be, couldn't it, Jack? Jake? Jake, how are you doing? Hi guys, yeah. I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Looking forward to it tomorrow and, uh, yep, can you see past that Ramsey? Where were you yesterday when you found out about the new signing? Uh, when I woke up, I seen it on Twitter and I was like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was in work all day and then I kind of just forgot about it and then I got home and I just seen like all Twitter going mad, all social media going crazy and I was like, and then I seen um, SDV had a, a video of him getting off the private plane so I was like, oh, that must be happening then. Must um, be true. Raman's got it. I, 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 I was yeah. once on that private plane, you know, yeah. Jake, well, one time. 
Oh, when you were going to sign yeah. for Rangers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 all went wrong for me. All went wrong. So, Jake, what are you thinking? What do you want to ask Kenny and John? I just wanted to um, hear the guys' thoughts on how, um, uh, well, particularly Kenny, obviously, but I just wanted to hear the thoughts on um, how Gio will approach the game tomorrow. Obviously, one thing I've noticed since he's came in, he definitely seems to um, like to get that first goal and then kind of sit back, but I, I don't think he can do that against Celtic as much as um, I'd like to see his goal there, getting early goal and sit in for a 1-0. That won't happen. It's got, Celtic are going to come at Rangers. They've got the wide park. They've got the full crowd there for the first time in a couple of years. So they're, they're not going to... Rangers can't just sit at Celtic. They need to go at them, in my opinion. But I just wanted to hear the, the thoughts of the guys on that. But here's your manager speaking about his return tomorrow, first of all. What's the case for players is the same for coaches. You know, you have to uh, you have special games in your career, in the season. And, uh, of course, for me um, and, and the club, uh, the old firm is the biggest game we play in the league. Uh, games I, I I played as a as a player, now also as a coach. So, uh, but it's the same, you know. You want to enjoy the games. You want to be successful and uh, make sure you uh, you get a good result. Kenny Miller. Yeah, I think I, I think to go to Jake's point, Rangers need to get on the front foot. They can't allow Celtic to get on top. They can't allow Celtic the, the possession because I think the more again if, if Rangers did go one nil up and you do sit back when you invite pressure with, with good teams things will drop. I mean we said I said it last week at Tynecastle when Hearts kind of drop off and into that block that that, that defensive block things are going to drop. Celtic have got good players that can open teams up like that. So it's really important for me, Rangers go and impose their game on them. Giovanni will play the same kind of way he's playing. I think his team pretty much, again, I would imagine it pretty much picks itself. It might be who plays up front. Mm-hmm. I would imagine who's going to be the, the, the starting striker. What would your team be then, Kenny? For, if you were the manager... Uh, again, I, th- I don't think that uh, the back four will change. The yeah. back five, if you want to include that, Alan McGregor. I think you'll have McGregor. I think you'll have Tav at right back, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic. Yep. Kamara seems to have been the go-to guy as the, as the kind of number six, as the deeper line midfielder. And I think to get back to how they were playing prior to the, the break, Arfield and Aribo in these positions, I really, really like them. A real attacking threat, great forward movement, two really, really clever footballers in support of, it'll be Diallo, I would imagine, after his debut goal at the weekend. And, and Kent gets, probably gets a nod on the left-hand side. For me, I think that, like I say, that striker, Itton's played the last two, but I think I would like to see Roof playing there. It's just interesting as well on Diallo, there was a lot of chat on Friday when he, he was signing. His, his signing was announced. Will he play? Will he throw him straight back? Well, they threw him straight in. And he'd never had a lot of football this season. So maybe Aaron Ramsey's just at a different stage of his career. Obviously, he's, he's in his 30s now, so you maybe need to protect him a little bit more. But like I say, it would be great to see him making an impact coming off the bench at least. Jake? Do you agree with that? The Rebo, Arfield, and then uh, Roof rather than Itton up front? Uh, definitely, I think the midfield spot on. Um, uh, Aribo definitely just, just picks up itself, and I think Arfield always shows up on him from day as well, so it's obviously good to have. The striker be a bit worries me because I, I don't think he can go away, and he's not shown enough in the past three games to suggest that he deserves to start an old firm. Roof um, always has that kind of injury issue. You've always got that. Is he going to give you a full mm. 90 minutes at a proper rate? Um, I'd like to see Sakala, Sakala. get a, a good part of the game I know I know he's not really it doesn't usually play up front by himself he usually plays on the left or the right but I'd like to see him get a good 30 minutes up there because um, you can imagine the pace of Kent Diallo Sakala up against Celtic's defence I think that if you have that you're guaranteed to get a goal or two in there somewhere John if you were the Rangers manager would you go with Itton or Roof tomorrow? 
I think the fans uh, seem to like um, Roof, mm. don't they? I think he's got some big goals while he's been at the club. Um, Itzen, I like Itzen as well. He's a more of a target man. He's more of a focal point for them who, who can who can hold it up. And then the likes of a Rebo and Kent, you know, if, if Kent's coming in from that left-hand side, he can fire it into Itzen, who's got a decent touch, can play him, you know, players getting in and around him. I think Roof looks more of a goal threat. I'd be more concerned if Roof started. Um, but, you know, as I said, I, th- I think Rangers will certainly have to defend better than what they did at the weekend, and particularly Bassey and Goldson for the first for the um, for the first two goals against anyway. Although McGregor made that howler, which is so uncharacteristic from him um, for Ross County's first goal when he spilled it out of his hands. Mm. Now, I've not seen him do that in ten years, no. Alan McGregor. So for the second goal, it was poor defending. Then for the equaliser, you know they failed to clear a corner. So they'll be aware of that. I think they'll know. And, and Celtic, for me, will um, Celtic get a lot of overlaps. They get a lot of balls in the box from uh, sort of the 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 Rangers goal line, if you like. Mm. What what happens is if the full backs really steam on Juranovic and Taylor and then they get overlaps and that's how they get the weight to pass and they can either fire it across the face of the goal or they tend to dink it to the back stick and the one good thing if Yakamakis plays they know they can get the ball in the box and they've got that physical presence in there I'm not quite sure who will Maeda they're saying he's, he's back he mm. might play some part you know, me and Kenny were talking off air. It might be too much to start him. The with long the flight. He only played 20 flight, minutes yeah. today, so it's not that, but he did play this and morning. will fly yeah. out of the traps. They'll get the ball yeah. to Yotta. They'll mm-hmm. get the ball to either Forrest or Abada, mm-hmm. and they'll go for it in the first 10 minutes. You know, Rangers will have to be aware of that, mm-hmm. you know, to deal with that early sort of press. And well, certainly press high. That's, that's how they play, mm-hmm. you know, that high intensity. And generally, what's happened for me is, in my opinion, Celtic put so much into it until they get a lead mm. and then 15 20 minutes into the second half I know they kept going at the weekend they got the late goal yeah. but because of the amount of work and effort they put in yeah. there seems to be a bit of a drop off mm. after 20 25 minutes of the second half because that is that is ridiculously it's hard work to press that way all game and also when you got the ball to keep the ball to sure. make to make angles and things like that with Celtic that's the way they play Is it not pretty impossible Kenny to keep up that intensity <clears throat> that Celtic have I mean against Hearts um, they played so well they were two up but then they do begin to run out of steam and I know a lot of Rangers fans were saying that's when Rangers will capitalise well, at does, Celtic Park It definitely yeah. looks that way I mean it, to, to, to play at that level intensity and press, 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 press I mean, this is where maybe the five subs can can definitely play its part as well but for me uh, at, at Tynecastle last week there was a drop off but it coincided with Hearts scoring you know so for me it might also be a bit of the, mind, yeah. the mindset you know it's a, it's a it's a psychology of football you're 2-0 up and cruising and you concede and the whole energy in Tynecastle lifted and they were roaring their team on to get an equaliser you know and it just shows you how important goals are and in big moments in games are if Hearts scored that penalty and they should score the penalty because it's a penalty it goes 2-2 you never know what can happen there could have been drop points there and you've got a 90 minute goal so to be fair to Celtic they dig in they dig in and got the result on that night and they kept going right to the 90 second minute on Saturday and got the win and that makes this game so interesting now because you've got the opportunity for Celtic for the first time in a while to go top of the league what about your I won't say old teammate your ex-teammate 40 years old yesterday yep. um, Alan McGregor one of the great goalkeepers but by my goodness that must have ruined his birthday 
<laughs> Absolutely would have. You know, see, he's, he's the kind of character. You know, he'll he'll dust himself down. And yeah. tomorrow night, do not be surprised if he's one of the difference makers in that Rangers team tomorrow night because he's he's broke so many Celtic hearts over the years. Where like John touched on one of the saves, there's been numerous saves over the years. So he'll be right in that lineup. He'll be eager for the game. And you know what? Saturday will be gone for him. Mm. I'll be gone. And he'll be focused on this job. Here's the manager speaking about him. No, I don't have a decision to make. For me, Ellen is the number one goalkeeper. You know, and you know, with goalkeepers, um, if they make a mistake, it's most of the time it's it's crucial. But uh, I think Ellen is still uh, is is a great goalkeeper. He saved us many times this season, and it would be strange for me to get him out of the team uh, after a game uh, we played on Saturday. You know, it's uh, you don't want to make uh, mistakes on purpose. It it will overcome you, but. Uh, you know, Ellen uh, turned 40 yesterday, so he has all the experience to overcome this situation as well. And, uh, you know, for me, it was no discussion uh, to think about taking Ellen out of the team. Jake, how do you feel about your goalkeeper? Um, I, I, well, he's still the best goalkeeper in Scotland, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him at the starting team. Um, but he is just getting to that age now where... You can see kind of mistakes creeping in. I do think this will be his last season, but that doesn't mean he shouldn't play in the biggest game um, of the season because, he, like I said, he is still the best keeper in Scotland. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think about taking him out the starting lineup. Everyone's entitled to mistake every now and then. Like Gio said, if a keeper makes a mistake nine times out of ten, it's crucial. So it's it's just one of those things. It's, it's annoying because of obviously the situation, but. I certainly wouldn't even consider taking him at the start of 11, not sure. especially not against Celtic at Parkhead. Yeah, I was kind of asking you as a tribute to him, given that he was 40 yesterday. John Hartson, he has been immense for Rangers, hasn't he? Especially second time round. And a great goalkeeper can make such a difference. Although Celtic with Joe Hart, who is doing really well for Celtic. But what about Alan McGregor? Well, Alan McGregor, top goalkeeper. No doubt about that. He's been crucial with his saves. Um, you know... Second time around, but you do wonder the first time around where he went to Cardiff yeah, and he went Hull. to Hull yep. and these places. You don't wonder why he never went to a Man United or a Liverpool or mm. a, you know one of these one of the big top three or four. Mm. It just maybe goes to, goes to show the level <laughs> yeah. of goalkeeper obviously in the Premier League. But he is an outstanding goalkeeper. He's kept himself fit. You know he, the saves that he makes. He's great with his feet. He makes himself big. You know he's, he's remained his agility. He can tip him round the post when he comes out. You know, it's almost like he's like a big sort of spider man. Yeah. You know, he spreads yeah. his arms and his legs and the man is like Schmeichel used mm. to do, if you like, yeah. uh, makes himself big. So no, he's he's been a magnificent keeper. And of course, the saying goes, goalkeepers get better as they get older. Yeah. Mm. You know, with the experience and everything else they got. Kenny, that's a good point. Because in England, was it partly the injury as well? But you know, it happened to Fraser Foster as well. He was brilliant for Celtic, but yeah, he went to Southampton, but second choice, third choice sometimes. Why didn't um, Alan McGregor go even higher in England given that he's a phenomenal goalkeeper I feel he, I feel he should have he couldn't go to City because he had Joe Hart uh, indeed yeah it was, uh, you know it's, it's opportunity you yeah. know there's, and there's, there's so many things that, that clubs look into signing rather than just what goes on on the field you know and, and for me Alan McGregor could easily have played in any one of the teams you know he's, he's absolute top goalkeeper you know we've been blessed in Scotland with a number of good goalkeepers over the years but Alan McGregor is right up there and for me he should have played at a far higher level than he did in England but you know when he went down there to Hull when he came he went to Turkey and then he came back to Hull his performances for Hull were, were outstanding you know and he's he has floated then he went to end up at Cardiff and he's 
obviously he's ended up uh, he's ended up back at Rangers where yeah. he wants to be sure. you know it's where he wants to be and he's at a stage he's clear what, does he finish at the end of the season does he kick on uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised either way the keeper that the Rangers used to have when I was up here was Klaus another great goalkeeper Indeed. Stefan Klaus Stefan Klaus he yeah. can pull out great saves as yeah. well well a player that we all saw not much this season he's signed for Sunderland till the end of the season Jake it's uh, Jermaine Defoe before we go to a break Jake what's your scoreline tomorrow night? Well, I'm I'm buzzing when I'm seeing all the bookies have Celtic as favourites. I'm going to put some money on Rangers, hundred um, percent. I think they seem to be forgetting Celtic haven't beat Rangers in about two years, so um, I'll be putting on Rangers to win. Um, I still think there'll be goals in it. Um, I'll go for a Rangers three-one. Three-one says Jake. Thanks for calling, Jake. Cheers, Jake. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Kinney, John Hartson and Kenny Miller. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! You should hear the chat in the studio here during the break. 0808 17 17 700 become part of the conversation here on the Go Radio Football Show. Well, what, John what, Harson. What's said in the break though, Paul? Gets very rarely gets said yeah, on it. Yeah, well, we're just chatting. I'll tell you what we're talking about in a second <laughs> or two then. Yeah, that's John Harson, as you well know, one of the finest Welsh players ever to come to Scottish football and set it alight, along with uh, Sutton. Larson and some others in the team. I see it was stirred up in social media. I don't know if you saw it overnight that uh, someone had a go at you about Welsh stars coming to Scotland and what they did. Um, and you were just putting it straight about what your record is in terms of all yes, uh, firm Ar- games. Aaron Ramsey will yep. be the best Welsh footballer ever to have come to Scotland. Never mind about his achievements. I think Aaron Ramsey scored two winners in FA Cup finals. Mm. He's played for Juventus with Ronaldo the great John Charles played for mm. Juventus as well the fantastic Welshman arguably Wales' greatest ever player yeah. when you put him in with Giggs Rush Hughes Bale there's some competition sure. in there and Aaron um, he's an outstanding player played for Arsenal and uh, played in two European major to- uh, ma- yeah. he's played in major tournaments for his country I never did that never played in one never played in the FA Cup final never played in Italy so straight away Anna Ramsey absolutely right you know he's the most the best Welsh player ever, you know, to have come. You could put that up against Craig Bellamy, you could put that up against my 110 goals for Celtic. You know, so we are yet to see what Aaron will do at Rangers. He's a fantastic signing. He's a brilliant player. He's a great lad, mm. but he's not played in a long time. I know he's a big name, but when, I know Kenny said it earlier, and this is not a pot shot at you, Kenny, he's a huge name, right? Coming from Juventus, but when you talk about Laudrup mm-hmm. and Gascoigne, for me, they're, they're on a different level. Gascoigne's one of the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you look at Laudrup, who's an unbelievable mm-hmm. talent. Now, I know Ramsey is a great player, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, I, I don't think he comes anywhere near them. So. Yeah, no, listen, you know, you're, you're, taught, you're also talking because they've came and done. Yeah. You know, they've come yeah. and succeeded yeah. and you've done it. You're yet to see you. And you know what? This will be a four-month signing. It's a four-month signing, so it's never going to have that impact. It's fifteen when, games. Kim, when you're isn't talking it? about when you're talking about signings coming from massive teams, these are world superpowers: your Juventuses, your Barcelonas, your Real Madrids. Juventus are right up there. This is a massive. It's a sensational signing. Yeah, I agree. and you know I agree. we can talk. What, what, Gaza had an incredible impact. You know, Loudrop incredible impact. Maybe short terms. Mm. You know, they're still short terms. 
incredible signings but they've done it you know they've done it they came they loved it and they were successful if Aaron Ramsey comes to Rangers and Rangers and he, he delivers right for the next 12 out of 15 league games and in Europe by the way he delivers. He takes you. Is he allowed to play in Europe? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He's not cup tied. No. No. But if he takes he you, against if Borussia. he takes you yep. on, and all of a sudden you retreat, you retain the league championship, you possibly get to the final of the Scottish Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, you do well and take him to the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. and he delivers. Then I think you go. Well, what a signing that was at this moment in time mm-hmm. for a player who hasn't played in four months. Yes, he's got all the quality we talk about. A, a Welsh legend. Potentially, he can be the difference, but he's got to deliver because the the, the you know the, this high pressure on Aaron Ramsey. He, he'd be expected the expectancy level of him, by the way, will be massive. Kenny Miller, you've just said Juventus a superpower. Absolutely yeah. true. Why has he come to Scotland? And it's wonderful that he's come. Yeah. So why do you think? No, I, I just again, and I don't know. Like I've 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 heard about the signing over the weekend. Is just like everybody's seen the rumours. For me. John said it, he's not played a lot of football. There will, there will have been many a team trying to get Aaron Ramsey on loan. Obviously, it would need to be loan because I don't think there'll be many to be able to pay those types of wages. So, I think he looks at it like, Rangers are a big club. He's played at really, really big clubs. To go to, a, with the greatest of respect, a smaller club, I think it's hard for, it'd be hard for a player like Aaron Ramsey who's not going to have in that demand and needing to win every single week. Rangers and Celtic take those boxes. You know, the pressure's on, you're under constant scrutiny for your level of performance. So, I think that plays in it and it's something different. You know, it's something different, it's a freshness, it's not about going, uh, I mean, he could have went to a, a, a Premier League team down in England. Maybe it weren't quite at a level that he's been used to, you know. Not that the Rangers are any better or any worse than, than certain Premier League clubs, but what this is, this is, a demand and an expectancy to go and win and be successful. And I think the clubs that he's played for have always had that. And I think as well, he's a type of player that's got all the tools. Mm. He's got all the tools to succeed. He's got experience. You've scored in big finals. You've scored in European championships. You've been playing Ronaldo two out of the last three seasons. Uh, the best player in the world. Yeah. Not, not quite at this moment mm. in time, but when he was there, sure. he was pulling up trees. Ronaldo still, you know, so he's got all the tools. But again, if you haven't played in four months and if he doesn't start tomorrow night, you got to... But I've also said he's the type of player that can come in, doesn't need games. He's done it for Wales. Yeah. He hasn't been in, sure. you know, in, in form for Juventus. He comes and plays for Wales, he other international teams, and he's made the difference. Sure. And that was just November, so two and a half months, because we're in the first day of February. So will he be there? What we did say in the bench, uh, in the break was, Kenny, why not put him in the bench tomorrow night? I think the fact that you've got the more subs on the bench as well. Yeah. I mean, it would make it would to me it makes sense because again I'm not in the building. I don't know what the chat's been between uh, the manager and the player. Listen, maybe it's it's the best thing for him to try and make sure. It's, it's not about this game. It's about the next kind of 16, 17 games, uh, and they need to make sure he's fit and ready and available to go and play there and make and make that kind of impact that we're, we're discussing. Can he or or can he? You know. So, I just, but I just think we have got that um, that amount of subs available to you. It, it would be a it would be a good weapon to have on the bench, put it that way, just in case you needed someone to come and make an impact. It's not often you get the opposition manager speaking about a signing for the other team. Well, Ange Postacoglu today was asked about the signing of Aaron Ramsey. Like I said, he's a quality player and, um, you know, he's obviously, uh, you know, I still think he's he's a very good player when you look at, you know, the, the level he's been playing at for the last uh, couple of years, particularly club-wise, he hasn't played a lot, but, you know, even when he last played for the national team in the summer, he still looked a very, very good player, so... Yeah, good for the league, but you know, I think ultimately with all these signings, whether they're 
high profile or not, it, it comes down to performances. I mean, no one had heard of Kyogo before I brought him here, but no one's going to tell me he's not good for the Scottish game. He was asked about Kyogo, is there any chance that he would play? And this was his answer. I, I said Kyogo weeks away. I'm not a liar. So, you know, let's let's be clear about it. I don't want to be asked every week. I said weeks away a week ago. Weeks means weeks. And um, he's got a similar injury to Dave Turnbull, as I've already said, and he's been out. Well, you can do your own maths. So I'm not going to give exact timelines, but no point asking about Kyogo every week because nothing's going to change. He's out for a few weeks and... Once we get closer to him, you'll see him out training and we'll go from there. And it's a fair question. On the eve of an old firm game, when you surprise people and you keep your cards close, and that's to your credit, but it's fair of the reporter to ask you, will your star striker, who's lit up Scottish football, could he play tomorrow? It's not impossible. Don't be so prickly about it. I know I'm sitting a bit prickly. (laughs) There's a job to be done. He's been fantastic. You know, it's a fair question. I think it's a fair question based on he obviously threw him into the, the cup final when there was definitely he was definitely yeah. injured. I mean, again, since then you've barely seen Kyogo since since the cup since he won the cup for for Celtic a few months back. Also, I'm sure he did say that Cal McGregor would be out for weeks and there's a potential he could play ten days later. So, yeah. you know, it's a fair question. Maybe it's a wee bit harsh on the reporter <laughs> who asked the question because and unfortunately that's Glasgow. Yeah. When you've got big names and big players and star players in your team who are missing People want to know, and they're asking it for the fans. They're asking for the fans because the fans deserve to know what's going on. It's very, very rarely, you know. I think you look at Gerard even last season. Does do I look happy? You know, three oh, weeks late, three, three weeks yeah. late, you know, he's gone. Exactly. You yeah. know, so that that was a total Shit. red herring that you yeah. threw out to everybody else. There, it's Gordon Strachan can answer a straightforward question. <laughs> You'd ask Gordon where did it all go wrong today, Gordon, mm. and he'd say, "Oh, somewhere out there on that yeah. big green square pitch." You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, the uh, managers are prickly. Managers mm. very rarely want to give anything away. Mm. That's what it is. Um, sure. And some managers will, will tell you everything. Other managers will just be a little bit sort mm. of um, cautious yeah. with their comments. And my goodness, Kyogo worked for him in, in the cup final, of course, what, and what he did. And also with, with Callum McGregor, I mean, they're not surgeons. <laughs> we don't expect them to know after the game exactly how long they'll be out for. I would never blame a manager for that, saying, well, it might be a few days, it could be a couple of weeks or whatever. And Ange Postacoglu did say that the other week. And it's great that he, he answers most questions. I just thought it was a bit prickly there. Here's the important question. How big is a win for his team tomorrow against Rangers? It's important, as you said, particularly for our supporters because, you know, there's there's no um, doubting that, you know, this is a fixture that they look forward to and particularly at home. They want to have an enjoyable night and that means us performing well and us winning. Um, the whole psychology of it. I mean, I, I've been around long enough to know that, you know, should we win... You know, on Wednesday night, the first question I'll have Thursday morning is, you know, does this mean you get, you know, complacent or does this mean you get, you know, you have some sort of edge? So the reality of it is, is that it's uh, it's an important game. It's an important game for us and, and this football club for a number of reasons. One, most importantly, it's important for our supporters. Secondly, we've got a chance to go top um, and, you know, climb up a position, which is which will be good. Um, but after that, we got to dust ourselves off and go again on the weekend. Kenny, he does answer that well, and he's he, he's been good with the media. It strikes me that he's got a lot on his shoulders, though, isn't he? He's really the director of football. He inherited a shambles. It's phenomenal when you think about you know the last game, Alander scoring for Rangers. He's he's out with injury, but for Celtic, you know, players that have gone now, you know, Edward and all that seems ages ago. What do you think the job that the guy has done? He's done great, you know, and, and by the way, he's been great with the media as yeah. well. He's clearly yeah. just taken a little bit. 
he's probably sick fed up answering the same old questions I get it but again that does happen you know so but he's been great he's been brilliant for the Scottish game he's done a fantastic job for Celtic you know a lot of people are writing them off saying oh, okay we'll just accept second as long as we're kind of close and not too far back and now they're in a position where they can go top of the league on Wednesday night so it's a, it's a wonderful job he's signed some really good players I mean if you look at the recruitment side of it it's huge for any manager or any football club and with the turnaround behind the scenes in, in Celtic's football Celtic football club as well he's had to have a big hand in that I mean you clearly see by, with, with the signings that he's made he's, he's the one that's seen those players he's the one that knows the players and he believes that they'll make a big impact in our game so he deserves a, a lot of credit for the job he's done so far Do you know that's the first hour in can we ask you early in the second hour your favourite old firm memories John for you at Celtic, Kenny, you scored how many goals? I was 10 for Rangers and one for Celtic. Yeah, one of a, a very small club of players who've played and scored uh, for both sides of the old firm. Okay, we'll be back. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Kenny Miller, John Hartson, just after the news. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with TheTaxiCentre.com. Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to the taxi trade. Let's go, go, go. 25 and a half hours away from the big game. Celtic against Rangers. It's the Glasgow Derby tomorrow night. 60,000 at the game. But as we always say, we wish there were opposing fans there. Kenny, can you sort it out? You've played at both clubs. Speak to Mike Nicholson. Uh, no, I, Speak I, to... I think it's. I think it misses, it. It misses yeah. that energy because you've got the rivalry on the pitch and when you've got op opposition fans in the stands, you also have that opposition energy in the stands as well you know it's. Uh, I think it definitely takes away for the atmosphere having the I think it's 7,000 fans Rangers mm. fans in the corner you've got Celtic fans behind the goal at Ibrox you know I get it I understand why the clubs have made the, the stance that they have but for me there's no doubt it takes away for the, the atmosphere within the stadiums in that game Have you got Douglas Park on speed dial? Make Absolutely a call. have not Surely we should get, we should get it sorted for the, the the coming well probably be next season now please look at the spectacle everyone will want to see this tomorrow night and uh, I think it'd be great if opposing fans were in well I think I think Rangers put a stop to it didn't they yeah they did three well, four well, years ago we're selling yeah. we're selling we're yeah. on, on a, a you know a winning sort of <laughs> league run five six seven in a row whatever it was and Celtic jumped in and I think it was the 10,000 away yeah. fans yeah. that Celtic went to go to and celebrated in front yeah. of them I think Rangers had to pull that they almost saw that as a huge sort of um, yeah. downside to them trying to win games trying to beat Celtic and trying to halt the 10 mm. You know, and you oh. could you could almost say it was one of the things that that worked for them, and then obviously Celtic reacted, yep. and we are where we are today. But we have to say it was Rangers' initial decision 
Let's not get away from that to pull away the, the away fans. Your club could have been the bigger party and said, you know what, because it was your game first at Celtic Park and Celtic went ahead and did it. They that's should have been bigger. No like a person in Glasgow, should, no exactly, chance exactly. that's happening. Anyway, more importantly, the game tomorrow night itself, um, we want to hear Kenny's prediction and John's prediction. It may not shock the nation. I don't know what it is yet. I've not asked them, but we uh, we will find out. And more from the managers. The headlines tonight at just after six then. So Aaron Ramsey, yeah, it's all done and dusted. He's here for the next three to four months, but he won't play tomorrow night. He certainly won't start, but the guys were saying, you know, you wonder, why is he not on the bench? Well, we'll find out. For Celtic, um, Callum McGregor, he trained today with the team and the manager will look at him tomorrow and decide. Uh, Maeda, Dyson is on the way back from playing for Japan. He only played for 20 minutes early this morning, so he'll be back tonight and or early tomorrow morning would he be rest for Celtic? Kyogo, of course, not ready just yet. And Celtic without, well, Callum McGregor, unless he plays the captain. And of course, uh, Beaton is out because of the, yeah. the ordering off. I yep. just think, Paulie, it's a lot of travelling, but I don't know what Kenny thinks, but if I was ever going to be involved, I would have wanted to have started. I always mm. think if you're fit to be on the bench, then you can almost be fit to start yeah. because you can always come off after an hour mm. or you can come off after 60 minutes. But when you're on the bench, it's cold... Yeah. Your feet are getting cold, you're up and down, you've got a big massive court on, yep. you're getting a bit stiff on the bench, you know, and all of a sudden you've got to come on and maybe change the game. But if he's fit enough to be on the bench, mm. even though all this travelling, I think he might be fit enough to start. Right, so you would start him, all things being equal? Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, possibly, yeah. but obviously you've got Jota, you've got Abada who scored the late win, you've got, you've got mm. James Forrest, Giacomacus who's got a few goals yeah. of late, although he was poor at the weekend. Um you know, I wouldn't say poor. I'd be in one of his quieter games, you know, should, should I say. But I've always said that if you're fit enough to be on the bench, you're fit enough to start. John will give us his team then. So, Kenny, you give us your Rangers uh, lineup, and you've got Roof up front. Um, you're talking about Arebo being back, and everyone knows that. Back with confidence after his performances uh, at AFCON. And so, what's your Celtic lineup, John? We'll ask you shortly. And uh, we're taking more of your calls 0808 17 17 700. Uh, let's hear from GVB his feelings about, uh, about the match tomorrow. Well, I feel. Uh... Of course, excitement because it's a, it's a big game. I played many big big games in my career, old firms, uh, classical, World Cup final, Champions League final. I mean, Euros, World Cup. So you know, all exciting games. And uh, so to pre prepare for games like this is um, you know is is really really nice because you want to uh, get the best out of your team. You want to perform well. You want to make sure everything is well organized. So. Um, but it's all, you know, uh, with a lot of energy and uh, and to make sure uh, everything is there to uh, to get a good result. Let's go on the lines. Jason is on, a Rangers fan in Deniston. Hi, Jason. Evening, guys. How you doing? Jason. Yeah, good. Thank you. Some CV your manager's got, isn't it? El Clasico. He's not playing ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny, you've got the El Clasico this weekend, though, haven't you? Falkirk <laughs> against Queen's Park, two of the biggest teams in the league. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that, that later, shortly. Yeah. Yep. Jason, what's in your mind? Yeah, Van Broncos comes with uh, with great pedigree. I think a lot of the concerns for Rangers supporters when Gerard left was the fact that you know the the attraction that he brought to players coming to work underneath a, a legend of the game like like Steven Gerrard. But I think ultimately, you know, Giovanni Van Broncos is a is a worldwide uh, known name as well. You know, so there'll be a lot of players that um, are attracted to coming to play for Rangers Football Club, not only for the stature of the club, but also to work under someone that's got such a 
for his career, uh, career like uh, Van Bronckhorst. So, yeah, mm. uh, fantastic. And I like the way the two managers have been speaking about each other. I heard uh, GVB today, we hear him in the programme, he was on Sky as well in a one-to-one interview and he said, yeah, I've met up with Ange Postacoglu and he paid respect to him. And Ange Postacoglu spoke about when they bumped into each other the other week and I like that. It's important that they are passionate about their teams. Of course, they want to win tomorrow night but there's respect for each other. Jason, what do you want to ask John and Kenny? Uh, I was just coming on to discuss, obviously, the, the, the marquee signing the Aaron Ramsey. Um, obviously, yesterday, the morning, uh, yesterday morning the news broke. One of my mates told me to tell me, I told him that he was <laughs> off his head and he was mad that it was never going to happen. And then as the hours passed throughout the day, you know, it, it looked more and more likely that it was going to happen. You know, and I'm trying to think for Welsh players in the Scottish League, um, probably the, the last best person was, was the man himself, you know. Declan John um, <laughs> for the Rangers that played there so he was Cardiff as well and yeah. Ramsey's Cardiff and you know I'm so you do yeah I know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was just good to come on it's a yeah. good you know I, I was actually just speaking to one of the uh, one of your colleagues on the, the phone there prior to coming on the show and mm-hmm. you know we look back over the years and um, old firm signings the DeBoer brothers you know Chris Sutton was mentioned there all, all, all the big names from, from previous times and it has been quite a while since either Rangers or Celtic have brought in a sort of worldwide known name so yeah. hopefully this is a start of attracting you know bigger and, and better names to the Scottish game both, both for uh, each side of the city It's a great point Kenny isn't it because when Sutton came La- um, Hartson you know huge names we knew Larson amazing we didn't know him as well here uh, De Boer the two De Boers uh, you mentioned earlier Gascoigne and Loudrop we've missed these Mark signings haven't we? It's a different time now you know, you yeah. can't get these players up in Glasgow now unless you're getting them on loan or unless you're probably getting them at the end of their career. It's just a different ball game in terms of finances now. So back then, Rangers and Celtic would have been competing with the likes of your Chelsea's and your Man U's and things in terms of the finances they could pay. But it's a different ball game now. So I think you enjoy it while it lasts. You know, uh, Aaron will be here for four, four months. Hopefully it's a really successful one, not just for Rangers, but for him. Gets his career back. He's, he's had a lot of footballers since he's, he's moved to Juve. And... He's a wonderful footballer, you know. I just let's hope we see the best of him over the next four months. So we know he had injury problems earlier. Are you confident? I mean, obviously everyone's hopeful that he gets a good run. Do you think he will? I think he's in a he's in a, a decent enough place by all accounts. He's been he's been yeah he's not a lot of football, but like John alludes to, he turns up for Wales and he's he's, he's one of Wales' best most influential players, you know. So I've I've no doubt if he's well, once he's thrown into the into the team and once he gets up to speed he's going to be a wonderful signing and I just think his game matched with how Giovanni wants to play with that in that midfield I just think it's a really really good fit for him John what do you see in his game that he's, you... a, he's a world class player yep. Aaron Ramsey is a world class player um, and he, he showed that and he's proved it but I think what he got appreciated as well is that if he was playing for Juventus right now then he wouldn't be here would he mm-hmm. You know, and he, he's not playing for Juventus, and he hasn't played for four months. And it, it um, but I said to Kenny off air earlier on, even when he hasn't been playing for Juventus, he still come along and played international games for Wales, and still been the star of the show. So he's one of those players where, you know, you look at him, he doesn't carry any weight. His fitness levels are through the roof. He's box to box. When he's in front of goal, he's, he's one of his biggest assets. He's a goal scoring midfield player. And um, one of his biggest assets is he's very calm, never panics in front, never snatches anything. Um, and if you look at his goals, you look at his array of goals for, for Arsenal and for his country and 
Cardiff, even where he started his career as, as, a, as a young lad. Um, but it's a brilliant signing. But the only concerns I would have, I know Rangers fans don't want to hear this or think of any concerns, is that um, he's not played. Yeah. And, and the other side of it is as well, he has to perform. Mm -hmm. You know, he has to come in because people are saying he's like a Gascoigne, he's like a Laudrup. Them players were like phenomenal, mm -hmm. you know. Aaron can be phenomenal, but he hasn't kicked the ball yet. So, you know, talk to me in three months when he's got seven goals and Rangers are back on top of the league and they're in the Scottish Cup final and they're doing well in Europe because that's the type of player that you're looking for. And those are the expectancy levels that you're going to put on Ramsey. 262 appearances for John's old club, Arsenal. Kenny, 40 goals. And that's at a really, really high level. And that, he left there, what, just two, two and a half years ago? It's the elite level. It yeah. doesn't get any higher. Yeah, Arsenal have probably have not competed at the top of the league in that time, but they're very successful in Cups. John told you he's, he scored goals in FA Cup final. So mm. it's uh, it's the elite level and then he moves on to a, an, an absolutely completely different level by moving on to Juventus. And you know, it wasn't only Juventus that were, were interested in it. He could have probably went to any team in Europe at that time, leaving Arsenal on a free transfer. So I think even the Celtic fans kind of interested to see how he does. Mm. You know, the the only blight marker on it is that he hasn't been playing regular football and he is injury prone. That's why he's not in the Juventus team right now. If he was playing for Juventus, then obviously he wouldn't be here because he'd be flying over in Italy. He hasn't been flying. He's never really held a regular spot down for Juventus. Um, but I, I've watched him. I've watched him grow yeah. up over the years. And 71 he, caps. He is world-class. Don't get me goals. wrong, he was brilliant in the Euros, mm. especially when we got to the semi-final in 2016, um, alongside Gareth Bale and mm. uh, Joe Ledley, of course, featured yeah. very much in that in that championships as well. Joe would know him ever so well, better than I would, because Joe Ledley probably would have come through in with Cardiff with him as young boys. Yeah. Um, but he is he is a world-class performer, but it's very interesting to see how we will go. Jason, there was a wry smile from Kenny as well when you mentioned Declan John. He was up just for a short time, wasn't he, in loan. Uh, Jason, who would you worry about then um, in the Celtic team? And I'll ask you something about Rangers in a second. Who Are you worried about McGregor maybe playing now? Um, Callum? I'm, I, I, I'm a realist, you know. I, I know that Celtic have obviously improved on the last couple of seasons. I'm not expecting an easy game tomorrow. Um, what I will say is, you know, it's, it's way back in, I think it was the midst of 2019 now since since Celtic last really yeah. made a glove on Rangers, to be honest with you. I'm not yeah. expecting that to be the case tomorrow. I do ex expect Celtic to come out the traps and, and try and get an early goal and play at high intensity. But if Rangers show up uh, on the day with the talent and the sort of depth that we've got in that squad, um, then I feel like expect Rangers to go and get the result. But I really... It really does boil down to, I think, keeping Celtic sort of uh, penned back for the first 10, 15 minutes because obviously it's going to be a full house at Parkhead. No range of supporters there. Crowd are going to be right up for it. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a sort of hostile atmosphere for the Rangers players going to it, but I'm confident we can come away with a result tomorrow. It's not easy to keep them, pen them back, is it? You know, Celtic, if, if they come at Rangers at the beginning, as you would expect them to, that is the only way he knows to play. It does. And again, you asked, you asked uh, Jason there who, you, who you'd be concerned about. Listen, yeah. if Cal McGregor plays and he's like Barry Ferguson saying he's like a Rolls Royce, mm. he runs a game. Jota's the one. Jota's the one in that Celtic team. 
that if he gets the ball, he can make things happen. He can he can pass and move off the ball. He can be direct and go inside. He go outside. He can score goals. He can create goals. He's been a player who's just got better and better as the season's gone, gone on. He would be the one in that team. And you look at the potential team, and I know John will go through his team soon. What he feels it'll be. He might not have Jot on it, maybe, but <laughs> I'm sure he will have. But he's the one when I look at the potential team on it uh, that Celtic could be tomorrow. He would be the one that you need to keep quiet. What's your Celtic team for tomorrow? Um, I think again back five yeah. pretty, I've got Hart, Taylor, Starfield, Carter Vickers, Juranovic if McGregor plays it'll, I would imagine it'll be McGregor, Hatati, O'Reilly Jota for me Forrest and I think Giacomacus will get the nod even though mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure if he's right but yeah. again with the, the Maeda missing with Kyogo missing I think and he scored two goals in his last three games or I think it's been so I think he will get the nod but uh, aye, that's what that's what I would go for. Jason, are you lot... thinking? Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, 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 Jason. 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 Jason, are you thinking about Joe Aribo for tomorrow night for Rangers as a real 100%, strength? Hundred percent. I mean, when Joe Aribo was away at the Africa Cup of Nations, you know, that's when Rangers' form started to dip. That's when the performances that um, we were first getting under uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, um, you know, weren't of the same kind of standard. And the reason for for that, in my opinion, was that. Joe Rebo goes around his business very quietly on the park and he makes everything, you know, tech. He's a creative playmaker in the middle of the park. Um, you know, so 100% Joe Rebo tomorrow would start for me. So, uh, yeah. Do you think there'll be a surprise, maybe Sakala in up front or would you go Roof? Uh, roof, Roof for me. Sakala, I think somebody mentioned it earlier on the show that anytime that he's sort of been within the, the starting lineup, whether it be under Gerard or whether it be under um, Giovanni, He's always played in a sort of wider role, either on the left or the right-hand side. We've yet to see him, that I can remember anyway, playing that own striker role up front. So to put him in against Celtic, Celtic Park, with the game as the magnitude of this game, um, I think it would probably be probably another wise decision. I think Roof's probably more um, centred for that role. So I would start with Roof. You know, the thing is, with Roof, obviously, he's been pretty injury-prone since his time at Rangers so far. Whether we get 19 minutes out of him tomorrow yet to be seen even if we can get maybe 60 65 minutes and then bring Sakal on for some fresh legs to then take up that position after that I think that would uh, I think that would work well I'm sure you'll have the telly on tomorrow night hopefully Go Radio as well will be on with uh, Davy Proven and Barry Ferguson it's Barry's birthday tomorrow night Jason is it going to be a happy one for him? for sure 100% <laughs> scoreline? 2-0 Rangers and your scorers? Uh, Ruth Declan and John Declan yeah. John to score, <laughs> Declan to score a 30 yarder Ruth and uh, Ryan Kent always has a, a good game against Celtic so I'm fancying him to come on again tomorrow and get a goal so Ruth and Ryan Kent 2-0 Jason thanks very much for calling 0808 17 17 700 the Go Radio football show John we're going to get your team in a moment or two and I want to get the insight of what it's like two brilliant strikers John Hartson, and Kenny Miller here for you tonight on Go what's it like playing Rangers against Celtic, Celtic against Rangers. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to the taxi trade. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. We're motoring tonight. Kenny Miller, John Hartson ahead of the game tomorrow night. And tonight, what about Dundee against Dundee United? Hibs against Hearts, Livingston St. Johnson, Ross County Aberdeen and St. Mirren against Motherwell. And tomorrow night, no need to tell you what's happening in the East End. Um, home dressing room, John, your favourite all-firm moment? 
probably I'm asking what show. Yeah, Celtic against Rangers. Paint the scene. Which game well, was I, it? I, I Take think, us inside. I think you enjoy them all. I think, especially yep. winning them. You know, I can remember um, losing, losing as many as I won, probably. And um, when when you lose them, you, you really feel um, for everybody concerned. You feel first and foremost, you feel it for the supporters, because these games are for the supporters. That's what they're for. Mm. It's like any other derby anywhere. Like if it's Norwich, Ipswich, if it's Wolves, West Brom, if it's Luton, Watford, Tottenham, It's not like Arsenal. Celtic Rangers, is it? No, yeah. but it's a derby and yeah. they're for the supporters. Mm. And fans need to know that. You are trying to do this for the support because what it means to them Everything. is probably 10 times more than what it means because they have to go and face their friends on the building site in the morning in the yeah. office blocks and take it for the next three months until the next game comes along. So first of all, the importance of winning for the supporters is huge. Um, and then when you when you lose, you don't want to take your head off the pillow in the morning. When you win, you're flying. And everybody feels it. The kit lady, the tea man, everybody around the club, you go in in the morning, you park up, the guy in the car park's high-fiving you. Everybody in Glasgow on the green side is delighted for that three or four months until you play the next time. Mm. So the importance of winning the game is, is huge. And as a player... You have to, you have to have that. You have to know that, mm. and you have to feel that. You know, I'm going to go out there today. I'm going to try everything I've got for these supporters, not just in Glasgow, but all around the world. Saligan Rangers, are global clubs, by the way. So, what was your favourite moment then, playing against Rangers? Well, I got the winning goal in four consecutive derbies. Only four, in derbies <laughs> consecutive. I know. So, um, I had a decent run against Rangers. I was going for the win. I was going for five. Mm-hmm. And I think Jimmy Johnson had done five in the past. And we were 3-0 up at Celtic Park and Martin O'Neill brings me off. So I'm, I'm, I'm just sulking in the dressing room, aren't I? So Martin comes in, everybody's high-fiving, we've just beaten Rangers. And he looks at me and he says, well, what's wrong with you? And I wanted that, being selfish and being blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So what do you take me off for? And he said, John, he said, because in this game, he said that we call football. He said, every now and again, son, he says, you've got to run around. He said, and in the 70th minute in the game today, son, you just weren't running around. Right. <laughs> so basically, I thought, right, fair enough. Yeah. And he brought me off. Um, but I got I got one. I got one in the Scottish Cup. I just signed a new contract. And um, DJ Gat went down the right. Chris Sutton put us in front. I flicked the ball on. Kishinashvili was playing. Chris slid and rolled it in between the legs of Stefan Kloss. In the second half... I think Rangers equalised and in the second half we went down the right, did you get, played a ball in, Marvin Andrews just missed it and I got there just last minute with my left foot and just squeezed it in and then I ran to the far corner and I got the winner and we won the game 2-1. I think he was in the quarter-final maybe of the Scottish Cup uh, and that one for me, running to the fans with your arms in the air uh, and you just feel like I'm blessed. Just, just for this moment, you know, it's a one in a million, and uh, I was lucky enough to do that, and I feel extremely grateful, you know, the fact that I was able to achieve that, you know, in in this game, like what it means in Glasgow to the kids and yeah. to every Celtic supporter well, around the world. Terry's on the line, a Celtic supporter. Terry, do you remember that goal? I certainly do, yeah, I certainly do, and I, I thank John for that. Uh, Terry, I'm just doing my job, Terry. 
And I also thank Kenny at the same time for his winning goals against Rangers. Cheers, Terry. Kenny, you did have your goal for uh, Celtic against Rangers. Not many have done that. We'll get your favourite uh, goal for Rangers against Celtic in a moment or two. Terry, you sound uh, pretty buoyed up. How are you feeling I for tomorrow? Certainly am. Uh, buzzing, but also... <laughs> Got the butterflies in the stomach at the same time, yeah. Feel a bit nervous. Right. What are you thinking about? What are you worrying about? You know the headlines today. Callum McGregor not ruled out. In fact, he trained. He could play. Could. And Maeda on the plane. You never know. Oh well, I'm just playing things close to his chest in terms of selection, which is a good thing as well. Because uh, we've got plenty of options, I suppose, if we, we they do get back. But my worry is that obviously it's a big. A big game where we need to really put our marker down. We've not had a chance to go top of the league since 2020. We've not beaten Rangers since 2019 in the League Cup final. So we really need to be putting our marker down. But also at the same time, it's a game where we cannot lose. We just, it's imperative we don't lose this game. Because obviously it's just two points at a margin here. And we are, we're playing good football. Uh, maybe the, the performance wasn't the best on Saturday, but we got, we got over the line. But just important we don't lose again tomorrow night, but we might sneak it, hopefully. Kenny, if um, Callum McGregor doesn't make it and they don't have near Beaton, who's done really well, hasn't he, you yeah. know, in midfield, um, would you fear for Celtic? I think they'll be weakened. There's mm. there's no question about that. What it does is it gives some the opportunity. Again, might be James McCarthy might get the nod to play in there. Uh, obviously, he's not had... Too many opportunities since he, since he's came up to Celtic. I'm sure he's disappointed about that. You've got Sorrow there as well. That these are the guys that are probably going to fill in. Uh, and again, similar to the talking about the Ramsey saying, there's not been a lot of game minutes there for for those types of players. So I think if McGregor doesn't play, I think that they will be severely weakened. O'Reilly, who will be in there with McGregor, it does look like he's still get, coming to grips with the intensity in which Anz wants his team to play as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of did blow up a little bit towards the end of the game. Just with everything, with, with the intensity they want to play it, with the emotion of the occasion and, and everything running through it, again, it can get to players. So I just think if McGregor's not playing, it does severely weaken Celtic. And Ken, what do you think of Celtic during the transfer window? So the big ones in Matt O'Reilly, 1.6 million, Maeda, loan transfer, Hatati, 1.38 million, uh, Gucci, 700,000, Johnny Kenny, 135,000. So three point, nearly 4 million spent. What do you think of Celtic's uh, window? It's been, I think it's, done, it's been good business done, particularly on, on, on Maeda, who looks like, will he play in Steady Kyogo? No. I don't think so. Will he be somebody who could play off the side? Again, I think he's probably more a, a deputy for, for Kyogo. But uh, again, it's still early days to, to assess that. Hatati, I thought, was absolutely outstanding on his debut against Hibs. Uh, was superb. Hearts for the first half was decent as well, but like the rest of his teammates, they kind of blew up in that last half an hour and, and it was all Hearts. But I think real, real positive signings on, uh, sorry, f first viewings of Hitati and, uh, and, and Maeda. I've not seen Kenny, obviously a younger signing. Idoguchi, not so much as well. And, uh, and O'Reilly, he, he seems to have fitted in there. You know, would he be playing, would he needed to be playing at the moment? Had you had Turnbull and had you had Rogic and, and McCarthy, I think, I still don't think he would have had to be thrown straight in it. He maybe had a wee bit more time, but in the absence of Rogic, McGregor being injured, uh, Turnbull being injured, he's had to be thrown right in there. So I think he's been he's had a real positive start to his Celtic career. John, we hadn't even mentioned David Turnbull so far tonight until Kenny did a moment ago. Celtic have lost quite a number of players. You can hear Terry though, he says that, you know, I think you're saying Terry, a draw tomorrow wouldn't be a bad result. Still, the fact that it's two points not, in it now. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm not sure. I, th I think at home... Um, 
I, I genuinely believe, Terry, I don't know about you, but I think Celtic at this moment in time are a different proposition to what they were uh, in terms of their style and their intensity and, and the way they want to go forward. They want to score goals, they get crosses in the box. There seems to be... Um, uh, it's not a work in progress. It's just that Anza's fit. He's not changed at all. He's not withered from 4-3-3. Um, he wants to outscore the opposition, which that makes Celtic dangerous because they're always on the attack, which has meant sometimes they've, they've been punished defensively. Um, they get the full-backs forward. They've got great width with Abada and Jota. James Forrest's experience. Kyogo's been remarkable for them. And they are a different proposition now, I, I think. And they, they go at teams and they're difficult to play against, you know, Celtic. So I'm I'm more confident now because of the place Celtic as a football club are in. Very exciting and just got it. This is how you play the Celtic way, they keep saying, with wingers, balls in the box, strikers scoring goals, midfielders getting on the edge of the box and hitting, hitting goals in. But what's really, what's worrying me slightly is at the start of the season, it was McGregor, Rogic, and Turnbull three big players we're not sure about um, Rogic is away Uh, Turnbull is out and obviously McGregor might play and and the way that the only reason Celtic are in this position is because the the fact is that we've managed to cope reasonably well without the injuries let's not forget McGregor was out for long periods Juranovic was out for a baby Jota's been out Yakamakis has been out Kyogo is out currently so we've had to deal with all these injuries and to think that tomorrow night you know we could go top of the league with a win Celtic couldn't win the league at the start of the season they could not win the league nobody's heard of Ange Ange Postacoglu Mm -hmm. He's had to build a team, literally. Yeah, I know he's had McGregor, Forrest, yep. beats on one or two Rogic. He's turned into a good player again. But Celtic had, in people's opinions, they were. I was saying, mm-hmm. I was saying, this is like work in progress. You know, this is yep. like a season just for Ange. If we could get anywhere near Rangers, if we could get pretty close after 10, 15 games, we'd have been doing outstanding. So I think now, what, what you know, in terms of Celtic Terry, I think. Yep. We are a different proposition now to what we've oh, been definitely. in previous months. No, definitely. I agree with that. Uh, I just, as I say, I don't care if the ball comes up under the Rangers players bums in it in the net and we score one more than Rangers. I'll be, I'll be over the moon tomorrow night. But I think it's just equally important we do not lose this game tomorrow night. Who would you play at the back, Terry? Would you go as Juranovic on the right? Or you were suggesting earlier, let, in fact, let's get John's team. John, how would you line up? For Celtic tomorrow well, it, it night. It goes without saying. I, I would go Hart. Um, I, I think uh, Juranovic at right back, although he could play left back, and Ralston come back in. But I don't think that will happen. I think Juranovic, Carter Vickers, Starfelt, and um, and Taylor. Taylor. I think that would be the back four. Um, you happy with that, Terry? Yes, that's what I'd be going with. Yeah, okay. I, I want yeah. Juranovic on the right because I think he's a mm-hmm. difficult position there as well. Kenny, you happy on that one? Would that be your back four? That was the same. Same. Yeah, the same, same back okay. five. Yeah. Yep, John. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. McGregor. McGregor, if he's fit, um, he plays. He plays in that number six role, um, just in front of the back four. And I think O'Reilly, who's looked a good footballer, um, but listen, he's got a four and a half year contract, mm-hmm. and he's thrown in yeah. at Hearts. He did he, well, and he, he made about four or five assists for the mm-hmm. players. His, you know, his vision and his picking yeah. people out and everything else. I thought he's done very well. Um, alongside Hitati, who'd be confident, got a few goals for himself. 
And then again, I'm guessing really, Terry, I'd go certainly Jota. Abada, because he's riding a bit of a crest of a wave, he's got a bit of momentum in terms of his goal. The crowd will want him to start. And then that means by leaving James Forrest out, which... And then I think the big uh, the big Greek through the middle, Giacomakis. Giacomakis. Terry, is that your team? That's me as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Forrest is going to need to sit out. It wasn't his best against Hearts and maybe at the weekend as well, but mm. obviously he's got a lot of experience coming off the bench if we need him. So well, look at him in the cup semi-final. Sorry, he did it in this cup Sorry. semi-final. He did it against St. Johnson, didn't he, in the semi-final of the League Cup. Oh, yeah. He certainly did, but he's, he's since had an injury again since that. Sure. And then obviously this is him just coming back again. So, yeah. again, he's an important player for us and he will be in the coming the coming mm. months. But I just think, as John said there, like Abada's obviously his confidence is going to be sky high. And yeah. uh, I think we need I think we need Jota to start the game as well. Kenny Miller, what do you think? Celtic from midfield and up front? I think again, I think on the, <clears throat> on the players that are available, I think... McGregor being available, absolutely. O'Reilly and Hatati, I think I don't think there's really anybody else who could come in to replace him. I think James Forrest, I would maybe just give him the nod against Abada. I think Abada might be a better impact player than what James Forrest might be. And I think his experience and his his goal threat and his understanding of what the fixture is. I mean, you're looking through the Celtic team and you go through this every time an old firm comes. I'm going through how many Celtic players could be making their old firm debut. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got five potentially. Does that make a difference to the? Does that make a difference? Could they get caught in the headlights? Could Rangers use that to revenge and rather than Celtic coming out, get right on top of them, get a goal, assert the pressure of those sixty thousand fans who are demanding, who will be really disappointed if the start went that way? And does those players who have not no experienced that type of atmosphere maybe not quite perform at their best? You know, so I've got to say, Ken, when I played my first couple, I was like a fish out of water. I'd never seen. I'd yeah. obviously never, never played, never seen anything like it. Is it the it. pace of it? And the, it's the pace, the it's the noise yeah. level, it's the expectancy, it's the pressure, it's the emotion. It's, yeah, it was everything. everything. It was everything, and, I, and then um, you know that's how I felt. But yeah. also, I played at Celtic. Janino was fantastic. Yeah. Janino Brazilian. Yeah, Janino, Brazilian. When he made his debut, Roy Keane made his debut at Ibrox. Totally controlled the game. We won the game one 0 You've um, uh, what's it called? Scored. Um, Zeravsky. Oh, thank Spot you. Well done. done. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Magic Zeravsky. Um, Listen, I want to get Kenny's uh, up front, up top then for Celtic. Who are you going with? I talk, I think Giacomacus will play. Right. I don't yeah. think he's, he's anywhere near the threat that Kyogo is, but he's a different proposition to deal with. And you've got Jota and Forrest Jota, Jota absolutely. He's yeah. the main man for Celtic, mm. I would say. Yep. Terry Jota looked to be back on it the other day, didn't he, against Dundee United? I oh, certainly did. He did. Uh, he changed the game coming on at half time. Uh, it's what we needed uh, to start attacking Dundee United. Uh, but as I say, I, I just I don't think Rangers are going to come and sit in. I don't, I, they might sit in, like obviously, and play like players on the break. But I just don't. I think they'll be afforded a better room as such. And I, I think guys like Joe and that will be able to get on the ball and make some magic. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm not sure whether they'll sit in, but they they might well be pushed back. It's a difference, mm-hmm. you know. But, but then, yeah, by, by yeah. being pushed back, then you got Ryan Kent who will who will cheat. Mm-hmm. He'll come and just sit on the halfway line and cheat. In the football term is cheat. I, I mean, yeah, um, snatch snatch an advantage. Well, absolutely, yeah. 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 You know, in terms of that, and then all of a sudden Rangers have got him on the counter attack mm-hmm. with his pace and his trickery. You know, so um, Celtic start well. They start games really, mm-hmm. really well. But sometimes if they don't get in front, mm-hmm. if they don't get in front. Yeah. Um, the crowd can get a little bit um, agit- agitated because you know they create chance after chance after chance. Um, they need to get a couple of goals in front, I think, because Rangers will be a threat. Because Barry says 
Rangers fans gave him maybe 10, 15 minutes tops. I think Celtic give them a bit longer. I asked John about this at the weekend. Uh, Kenny, what about Hatati's goal against Hearts and the technique? What, what do you think of Hatati? I've talked to him before his debut, he's outstanding. Uh, I don't know if he got man of the match that night, actually, against uh, against Hibs. He was absolutely outstanding. Looks all action. You know, he covers every blade of grass, plays with a smile on his face as well. Looks like he's he's really adapted to life in Glasgow really, really well so far. I thought he was superb against Hearts uh, in the first half or for the first hour. But then the game changed, you know, and it wasn't only him. It was was, was Celtic kind of were put on the back foot by Hearts. Probably Hearts wished they'd started the game like that because it was a wonderful game. The football uh, got that last half hour. So, uh, no, he's been great. He's been really good. His goal, looking back on it now, I thought it was a wonder strike to be fair, which it was the way he's connected and the timing and how sweet he struck it. But Craig Gordon, the goalkeeper, he is probably, I think he'll be looking at it and thinking he should have done yeah. a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You don't often see that. Listen, we're going to go to a break. Terry, let's, uh, are you going to surprise everyone? What's your scoreline tomorrow night? I just don't say draw, one Terry. One don't say draw. Terry, don't tell me no, no. I'm not that glass, glass half full. I'll go for a 2-1 to Celtic just to sneak up. Cheers, Terry. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to the taxi trade. Let's go, go, go. It's flown in the last hour and 45 minutes. Kenny Miller, John Hartson, Paul Cooney. And thanks to everyone who's been calling in tonight. Um, we're going to get Kenny's favourite old firm moment. And we're going to get the predictions of the games tonight. We've got team news coming in. Some of the headlines. Adam Montgomery is on the bench for Aberdeen. John, were you a wee bit surprised? Just a quick one. And Adam Montgomery being released by Celtic on loan to Aberdeen. Or are you happy that he's going to get game time? Well, Juranovic, I, I like him. I yeah. like Adam Montgomery. I think he's got a bit about him. He, he likes to tackle. He gets forward. He's a good athlete. Well, he should be because he's young. Um, I don't think he's he's um, he's let anybody down. No. Uh, but I think uh, Taylor probably plays before him. Um, I know Juranovic can play there. You've got Ralston as well at right back. So he probably thought, Ange probably thought, he needs to go out. He needs to play games. And it's a good move for him because, you know, we'll certainly play and then pick up that experience and then probably come back to Celtic. Hibs Hearts is only, what, an hour or so away. Here are the team news. So Dabrowski makes his debut in goals. Macy is out. So Porteous, Rocky, Stevenson and Cadden. Cadden played really well at the weekend. Jake Doyle, Hayes, Newell, Doig, Muller, Nisbet and Doidge. And for Hearts... Uh, well, there's no John Souter. Gordon in goals, obviously the captain. Kingsley, Beningamy, uh, Boyce, obviously this is not the formation. Atkinson, Devlin, Moore, Halliday, Mackay, Sims and Sibic. Kenny Miller, obviously you've got uh, affection for Hibs, your, your first big team. What do you think about that? Today? What about the two lineups? Yeah, I think Hibs is obviously, it'll be a, a big loss losing Macy. Uh, Sean's obviously kind of tinkering with personnel I don't think the formation will change too much uh, but the personnel has, has changed quite a bit obviously new signings have came into the team as well so it's a massive game for it's a massive game for both teams I, I would say for, for for Sean and Gary at Hibs it's a it's a real test there's obviously been a few disappointing results in the league over the last couple of weeks so but what an opportunity to go and kind of put that right get fans on side get them believing that it's going to be a it could be a, a successful end to the season like, and going and beating Hearts at Easter Road it's a fantastic opportunity for, for Hibs to do that and again close back a little bit of ground on, on third and fourth place as well but Hearts are strong you know they're, they're really strong they've had a wonderful season 
their team's quite settled. Mm. Obviously, Sims is, is coming to the team. They've got a bit of change at the back as well with a couple of new personnel. Obviously, Suter not playing, Halkett being injured. Mm. Two massive players for them mm. at the back, to be honest with you. So it's a re- really interesting game. Massive for both teams. Ten Hart, points ahead uh, of Motherwell. probably yep. feel they are where maybe they can be mm. in the, terms of third. They're third not, force. Yep. They're not strong enough to be above mm. Rangers or Celtic. I think the budgets tell you and the... You know what, what Celtic and Rangers can do in the market mm. and everything else. But in terms of being above Aberdeen, certainly being above Hibs, being above Dundee United, Motherwell, you know, it's probably Oof. it's a good season for Robin Williams. Half of Edinburgh say John Hartson certainly above Hibs. You're sending like Craig Levine there. The natural yeah, order that it, he go, it goes without saying <laughs> they want to be above the yeah. big rivals. Kenny, you didn't like that one, did you? The natural. No, but you know, last week when you look at the like the points gap at the moment, it is sure. significant. You know, I mean, Hibs Hibs first job will be to try and get win this game and try and get back into, into fourth. And you just never know over the course of course of a season. You can definitely claw points back. Well, who's going to win table tonight? Doesn't lie, Paul. It doesn't. Who's going to win tonight? I think I'll be real tough. I mean, again, my 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 head would say Hearts would maybe be a bit too strong. I'm really looking forward to the game because I know the way mm. Sean and Gary want to play, but I'm going to sit on the fence and say it'll be 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. John, what's your scoreline? Because <laughs> we're running out of time, so we want to get back to the old firm. I go Hibs home win. You're going Hibs home yeah, win for Sean Maloney. Yeah, I've got Sean no Leeds and Edinburgh now, but bumping okay. through the fans. Of course. I'll go Hibs. For my little, for my for my old teammate, Sean Maloney. He's John, a great lad and he's doing he's doing yep. very well as well. John Hartson did well Sean in the game. Sean needs a win. He, he needs a win, I yeah. think, tonight. You can tell he did well, can't you? You know, ex-Arsenal and all that and Celtic. He, lives near Edinburgh Kenny must have a big budget John Hartson um, right we've got to get more predictions Dundee Dundee United uh, I'll give you some news on that uh, let's go on the lines a quick word with Reagan is on good evening Reagan good boy how are you doing alright yeah good thanks we're, we're buzzing I think as you can hear tonight what about you and what's your question or the the point you want to make to John and to Kenny I just want to talk about tomorrow I'm just looking forward to to getting back to Celtic Park and seeing them uh, play against Rangers because obviously it's been a couple of years since they uh, beat Rangers. So I think I think for tomorrow this is a uh, psychological for Celtic because if Celtic can get over the psychological barrier of uh, beating uh, Rangers tomorrow, I think they can go on and lift uh, the title because I, th- I think what Andrew's done is a real squad. Uh, he's got a real good squad there now, and I, I'm just so surprised. Because I because I was on this forum with uh, John um, about a year ago saying that it's going to be a tough job for him, but now he's he's turned around uh, because yeah. he's brought about about seventeen or eighteen players. The job he's done has been outstanding, outstanding. I mean, Paul, I, I was on this forum when we 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 were at he got announced as the manager. That's right. And Mark and Mark and Mark really said Postecoglou who. You know, I think, I think though, well, Reagan. Yeah. In all, in all fairness, Reagan. I think we all did. Yeah, we yeah. all did, mate. You know, in all fairness. Um, but I do think Celtic are a different proposition. And one thing you said as well, mate, um, is that the psychological battle. A lot of these players wouldn't have been involved in that. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. because it was the preview yeah. before they all came to the club. So, um, I, I do think seven games is is too long. Um, but let's consider Rangers won the league last season. Take that into account. You know they won. They won all the games. I think they've still got a couple of draws against them. But um, was it 24, 25 points? Twenty five points, John. So you that, can't. You that, can't make that, it twenty four. That is obviously something that you, you need to get over. Reagan, but, um, are you going tomorrow night, Reagan? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Um, but here's the manager speaking about the fans coming back to the old firm game. Yeah, looking forward to it. Though. You know, they were noisy the other night and. Uh, 
yeah, it should be great. I'm sure you know our supporters. Um, you know, they got denied the chance of of watching the derby last year. So, um, and at the beginning of this year, so having a full Celtic Park rocking uh, tomorrow tomorrow night will be great. Kenny, we've only got four minutes left. It's a bit like an old firm game tonight, isn't it? The pace of this. Kenny, <laughs> what's your favourite moment then? You scored for Celtic against Rangers, but you spent the bulk of your career, your three different times at Rangers. Um, what's the goal or the moment in a, a game against Celtic you would pick out? Yep, it's actually not one of my goals. I've been right. fortunate enough yeah. that I did manage to get a few in the, in the fixture, but the goal that Mo Adu scored in the last minute, I think it was the 2010 uh, season. Yeah, I remember that game, eh? It was uh, an incredible moment. That that was a confirmation that day that we had won the league effectively. We, I think we went maybe we might have went ten points clear at that moment, and it was just a last minute old firm winner, you know. And I, I've watched that a million times, and I'm rooted to the spot. I should be alive, mm. and I should have been trying to get on that rebound. But I was just like urging Boyd to put it in, and then it dropped, and Boyd did another go, and then it eventually dropped to Mo Adu who smashed it in. A yard and it was an incredible feeling. Kenny, without sounding yeah. patronising, you know, was you ever concerned? You know, you went from Rangers. Did you have your fears? Did you have? Because not many have done it. You know, oddly, you know, yeah. one or two situations okay. maybe. Obviously, yeah. the famous one was good more question. Dirty. In terms of, did you ever feel? Did Rangers ever? Did they hold it against you? Did they get any stick when you went back? Did you get? Did you have any fears of joining Celtic? Kenny, yeah, I, I think, I think, back. I think going back to Rangers in two thousand eight was was harder than actually going to Celtic yeah, really? a few years before because I was a young lad at Rangers the first time and I know I'd obviously played for the club but it was a year you know it was a year then I went and spent. Did you, have any, did you have any fears of going? No, I never. I was a, again. I wanted to play in successful teams. I'm a winner. I wanted mm. to win and it was opportunities to do it. Going back to Rangers, there was opposition, but the fact that it was it was Walter Smith and Alan McCoyster who had worked well also with the Scotland national team they were taking me back I always kind of believed that my kind of work ethic and my, the way I kind of played would win them over but the fact that it was them it was bringing me back I always felt that the fans would trust them I you enjoyed your time at Celtic I don't you? want to sound patronising yeah. Paul but I admire your bravery yeah. by the way I oh, admire I the fact that yeah. you're single-minded and, and I'll say mm. that to Kenny on the show I admire that and you enjoyed your time at Celtic because we spoke about it the last yeah, time you well, were listen, on. Listen, it was yeah. it was a, a year where personally I never had the, the greatest year in goal scoring terms. But when you go to these clubs, it's not about you as an individual. It's about the club's being successful and and the club won the league, the one won the Scottish Cup, and got we got knocked out by AC Milan in the last sixteen of the Champions League by a Kaka wonder goal. So it was a good season for the club. Personally, I, I wished I'd scored a few more goals. Who's winning the Dundee Derby? Reagan, stay with us, please. John, who's going to win the Derby in Dundee? We've got well, two big minutes. Mate, no, I yeah. spoke to Rab Douglas tonight. Rab's okay. at the game. Who's uh, going to win? I'm going to go Dundee uh, okay. 1-0. Dundee, what do you think? Dundee United 2-0. Oh, right. Um, Hibs Hearts, we've mentioned uh, to you both. Livy St. Johnson, is it... You going for the home win? I'm going, I'm going to go yep. home win. I can't, they're in some wonderful form. I'll say again, I'll go, I'll go maybe 1-0. Ross County, Aberdeen, John. Who's going to win, do you Ooh, think? I'll go Ross County. And St Mirren, Motherwell, Kenny? I'll go Motherwell 2-1. 2-1 uh, to Motherwell. Tomorrow night, Reagan, what's your scoreline? I'm going to go 2-0 Celtic, Paul. 2-0 Celtic. And before you go, John, we need to get your prediction. And Kenny, uh, so home team first. Well, the home dressing room, John. I think Celtic, Celtic will win it. I think it'll be tight. Um, I'll go 2-0 Celtic. Two, and your scorers? My scorers, um, Jota with a brace. Ah, two for Jota. What do you think, Re um, Regan? I'm going to go Jota and Forrest. And Forrest. Kenny Miller, what do you reckon? I'm going 2-0 the other way. 
I just think Rangers are, are strong. I think their team's there. I think they'll get 1-0 up and I could see a, a, a late goal potentially on a counter-attack. 2-0 and I'm going to go Roof and I'm going to go Aribo. Roof and Aribo. It's going to be some night. John Hartson's got a Tammy on already. It's a, a, a natty... It's a natty... Mur- uh, what's that? Mustard, mustard colour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Neutral tonight. <laughs> Kenny, thanks a lot for uh, joining Always us. Enjoy it tomorrow night. Brilliant. And John as well. We'll see you on the telly. Reagan too. Thanks for the call. Listen, thanks to everyone who called in tonight. The headlines are that uh, Rangers new signing... Ramsey unlikely to play tomorrow night but don't rule out that he's maybe on the bench but the official word is no and for Celtic well Maeda when he comes off the plane the manager will speak to him he played for 20 minutes this morning for Japan and uh, Callum McGregor trained today and uh, they'll check his fitness tomorrow that's it this time tomorrow night we'll be on we'll be coming on air from 7 until late tomorrow night with Barry Ferguson and Davy Proven thanks James thanks to everyone who called in Jokal Day is up next the Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to the taxi trade. Let's go, 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 go. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With Taxi Trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.